Amen. Well, praise God. Good evening and welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, you can just, you can crowd in, do whatever you want to here, but have a seat. And, and uh, I just want to talk real quick. We are not here to have a discussion. Um, <laughs> unless we're having a discussion with the devil, that might be a discussion we're having. But uh, we're we're t we're having a discussion from God through us, telling the world where it needs to be as far as the what the devil has control of. But we're not here to have just a talk or a preaching tonight. We are here to agree as brothers and sisters in Christ, so that the peace of God and the grace may rule. And so right now, I just say grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and may the blessing of God be on your life and in your life right now. Amen? Amen. Amen. There's a, if you would, let's turn quickly to 2 Chronicles 7, 14. This says, y'all are most, most everybody here is familiar with this verse, but it says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. This is a promise from God. This is not something that we should look at and say, well, I, well, I hope that happens in a lack of faith sort of hope. We should put on the hope of God that is a joyful, confident expectation and say, you know what, this is going to happen because we are his people. And right now tonight, we are going to humble ourselves. We're going to pray. We're going to seek his face. We're going to turn from our wicked ways. We're going to repent for things that we may have done knowingly or unknowingly. And then God is going to hear from heaven. He will forgive and he will heal the land. This is what he's going to do. Amen? This is what he's going to do. So we just praise God for it. I want, you know, tonight we're here because the other morning I woke up and um, I saw, I woke up and I saw two Facebooks. I saw, I was logged into one account, but I saw two different Facebooks, so very clear. I had all my white friends, and they were posting about stuff that was going on, and it was awesome. And I had all my black friends, and they were mourning because there had been events that caused that. And I saw the divide that I wasn't even aware of really fully, and the Lord just broke my heart for it, and just he just turned, I mean, he tenderized my heart. And by that afternoon, I said, Lord, we must pray about these things. We've got to pray. There's a divide here. And the truth of the matter is most of us didn't even know as far as white folks. We didn't even know. We didn't even know this stuff was going on in that way. And call it ignorance or whatever, but it's one of the things we need to repent for. And we'll get into that. But what was happening was there was a divide. And we were talking about it this morning. It's so important for us to close that divide. When we are Christ-like, that means that we're going to see the divide and we're going to do anything to take that wrinkle out of the way. It doesn't matter who did what, what did what. What matters is we're going to close the gap and we're going to come into one in unity. A lot of times in the church, it's been different denominations or thinking. Or, or Pastor Brian, will you come here for a second? So... 
he and I, man, we love each other. We've known each other for some time, and we love each other. He's one of my favorite people. But here's the thing. We sit here and talk long enough. Guess what we're going to find? A difference. But guess what? Here's what we're here to do tonight, to find what we agree on. And we're going to agree on this word, and we're going to agree on Jesus, and we're going we're gonna to pray that way, and God says he's going to do it. Amen? Amen. Thank you. So here's the thing. Here's what we're going to agree on. The schedule is we're going to agree, we're going to pray, and then the Lord told me something to specifically say over everybody that's here or listening. I know I talked to several of my uh, pastors from out of town, uh, had some black pastors, white pastors. They said, we want to log on. We want to watch because we're praying for you. We're praying for the change that's going to happen there in Stanley County and Alamo. But we're not just praying just for here. We're praying for our nation. But we can affect some change right here that will affect a nation and then affect the world. It, it doesn't matter how big the town is. What matters is how big God's heart is. And that's what we're here for. So we're going to agree on, we're going to pray. We're going to go after uh, that prayer and then I'll speak the word on. So what do we want to agree on? The first thing is this. If we turn to Ephesians six twelve, is who is the enemy? Who is the enemy? Ephesians 6, 12, and 13 says this, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Brother, you're not my struggle. Which I knew that already, but we're telling everybody else, you're not my struggle. You are not. You're my joy. That's, That's what it really is. The struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of the wickedness in heavenly places. That's where our struggle is. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. You know, that classifies for any problem that you are ever going to have. That classifies. And God didn't say every, all your struggles are against spiritual forces until you get to race. That's not in there. Who's our enemy? Spiritual forces, the devil. And it says here, here's what you do. You take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything, stand firm. To stand firm. What do we agree on? Who's the enemy? And right now I just want you to look at somebody in here that is not your race. Somebody that's a different race from you. So make eye contact. Amen. (laughs) That's not your enemy. That person you're looking at, that's not your enemy. That's right. Our enemy is the same, and that's the devil and all his minions, and that's our enemy. And what we're going to do today is we're going to put the enemy in his place. Amen. So let's turn to uh, what else do we agree on? Let's turn to Mark 18, 18. Oh, excuse me. Did I write that? Matthew 18, 18. I'm sorry. Everybody's like, hey, there ain't no Mark 18. I got to thinking on the way there. I was like, um, Mark 16 is that great commission. There ain't much after that. 
Matthew 18, 18. It says this, truly, talking to the church, truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. Can we agree that if we take our, some of our authority tonight, this is what's going to happen? We can put a bind on some of the things the devil is doing, and it shall be done. It'll be done not just on earth, but it'll be done in heaven, in the place of authority, where God sits, where he rules from. It'll be done there and here. Whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Then verse 19, it says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For wherever where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. The king is among us, just like we just sang. Do we have two that can agree tonight? If nobody else, we got two, right? Amen. <laughs> we got two. And what happens, we're going to see the results of that. God's here with us. It's not just us praying. God's praying through you. He's empowering you because you're here on behalf of his love and his peace and his grace tonight. He is empowering you to do that. So two people can have disagreements. But if they'll apply some effort, here's what will happen. They'll also find what they do agree on. And that's what we're looking at. So here's some things that we can agree on. We need some things we do need to bind up as we agree. Number one is fear. We need to bind up fear. As we pray tonight, we need to bind up fear. Because as I was looking over the videos, you know, here's the thing. One of the things that's happening is like when you see some of these shootings and stuff that's happening, I, here's what I saw. I saw a white guy and I saw a black guy, and both of them were scared to death. They had fear raging inside of them. Well, there is no fear in love, and God is love. God's not in that. And we need to bind up that spirit of fear because that didn't come from God. He gave us the spirit of a sound mind power and love sound mind that's who we have we need to bind up that fear you know we talked about it this morning and you know it, will you come up here again and pastor brian and uh, two guys walking down the street and i just want you to see you can change something so quickly by just overcoming fear you know here's the thing maybe we don't live there now but i guarantee you at some point we've probably heard that you should fear me and i should fear you and so when we walk up we're wondering i don't know what this cat's about to do right and that's what both of us are thinking but if we will just learn how to walk in the grace and the confidence and the peace of god we'll be like how you doing give a smile completely diffuse the whole thing right there that's something you can do every day in the last two days since i've been home man i've been waving at every white person black person everybody and guess what they've been waving back at me yeah i'm like where's this been this is what needs to happen. I mean, all we got to do is just, how you doing? Man, I'm great. Good to see you. Now, you might not hug somebody you don't know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> That's, so what else do we need to bind? We need to bind up some apathy. All right, Apathy is a lack of interest, a lack of enthusiasm, and a lack of concern. You see... I don't, I don't know about you, but had I not had 
Honestly, had I not had black friends on Facebook, I would not have known that there had been a shooting. That's a shame. You know why? Because you're my family. You're my family. That's apathy on our part that we need to bind that up. There's a divide there that was happening. It, I just, I've been thinking about this all day long. My brother and my friend, I see you, and I see what you're going through, and I see who you are. I see you today. I might not have done it a while back, but I see you today. And I just want you to know that my heart is there for you and with you, and I mourn with you, and I support you. And if you're in any place where you need to be picked up, I'm there for you. And that's not just to you. That's to anybody who's in my family that's not of my race and anybody who's in my family that is of my race. I see you. And I see the, the mourning and the care and the concern. And I see where I have had a lack of it. And that's a part of what, hey, I apologize. It's something that needs to be repented for. And it was proven by that. We need to bind up that apathy where we just leave stuff on the table and don't pay attention to it and think, oh, well, everything's okay because it's not happening to me. What if Jesus did that in heaven with us? No, no. Jesus grabbed a hold of that apathy and he, and he sent it right back to hell. And that's what we need to do too. Another thing we need to bind is we need to bind up pride. Because a lot of the problems, these are three areas I think that are just adding to it all the time, is the fear and apathy and pride. Because so many times what's happening is people are walking through this life and they're, you know, their dad or their friends tell them they have a heritage and you need to stand up for who you are. Let me just make this statement. I, I gave up my white heritage when I took on the heritage of Christ. And I encourage you to do the same thing, whatever race you are. That's not my heritage anymore. My inheritance is from the Lord, praise God. I gave, my, I gave that heritage up. That's my physical fleshly inheritance. And it may define me some on this earth, but I am defined by a higher law, and so are you when you know Jesus. You are defined by a higher heritage. His is the one that will take everything everybody in this world can throw against you and put it all uh, away. We need to bind up that pride that would hold us in that place. Amen? What do we need to release? We need to release the love of Christ. We need to release the love of Christ on each other. We need to release it like never before. We need to pray. You know, it, it, it's just like, you know, Mr. Philando and, uh, you know, Mr. Sterling. And, and uh, you know, a lot of us have not even known their name in, in the white community. And that's a truth. But here's the thing. They got family. Let's say they did everything wrong just for this argument. Let's say they did. Who cares? Do we not have, are we not a people of love? Then let's love on them. They got family that's mourning, that's hurting. Let's pick them up. Let's bear that burden. Let's show them. Let's release the love of Christ. Let's release faith in God. 
Because here's the thing, a lot of that fear comes because they don't know God as their source. They don't know God as their protector. They don't know God as their inheritance. So they're trying to make it in a world. We're trying to make it ourselves and bring it about ourselves. And we're trying to produce it outside of God because we don't know God as that thing, as a loving father. So let's release tonight, let's agree to release faith in God for who he is. Let's agree to release hope. In other words, a lot of times people will come together and they'll do things, but the problem is they don't really believe that God's going to show up. They don't really believe God's going to fix this thing. I know y'all showed up tonight, and not because you had empty hope. You believe, hey, this is what we need to do. Man, congratulations to you because that's an awesome thing, and I so appreciate you being here. Here's the thing, though. We need to stand on that hope. We read something on the news, and it looks like it's gone bad again. Here's the thing. We need to go after that and say, you know what? God's going to turn this around. If, he, if you are his ambassador here on this earth, and you don't believe that he's going to turn it around, how is the world going to take hope and strength in you? Where are they going to get it from if not from you, the hands and the feet of God, the light, the salt? How are they going to take hope? Our hope preaches. We need to release comfort for those who mourn. We need to mourn with them and release that comfort. We need to release people to be the ambassador that they are called to be. A lot of times what's happening between the races is people are standing up and they're, they're speaking out what their race would have them say, what their culture would have them say on every side. They're speaking out what their environment and their atmosphere. But when we gave up our inheritance, when we gave up our heritage and became Christ, we are ambassadors of a different kingdom. Dr. Bill Winston, if you know him, I was, I was listening to him just this week. He said this, and I was like, oh, praise God. He said, Christian to the Christian, as an ambassador, which you are, you have no business speaking anything but what your government, the heavenly government, says. If, it, if it's not in here... You, you, you don't need to be talking about it. You don't need to be speaking it. Even if it, it may be a fact. But we are to say what our Heavenly Father says, what our King of Kings says. And we need to release unity. This is the place where the world will believe that He loves us. This is the place where God commands the blessing. Mark 12:29 says this, Jesus answered, The foremost is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Not a white Lord, not a black Lord. He's one Lord. He's our Lord. He's the Lord of all. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Love your neighbor as yourself. You see, here's, here was my issue when I saw that the other morning. So this is Wednesday morning, and then Dallas happened that night. And I went, oh, now I know why we're meeting Sunday night. Now I know why the Holy Spirit woke me up and told me to have that meeting. Because what I was seeing was I was not seeing neighbors loving one another as themselves. Because if they were, welcome to y'all. 
thank you so much for being here. So I saw neighbors that were not loving on one another. I saw one neighborhood having one set a post on theirs and another neighborhood having their own. But they weren't, it wasn't crossing the lines. And it needed to be crossing the lines because if we're going to be who God's called us to be, then we've got to love one another as ourselves. That means that I take into uh, consideration what you take into consideration. And you take into consideration what I do. I'm considering you. I'm lifting you up. What's important to you, bro, my friend, my brother, what's important to you is important to me. If you're dealing with it, then I'm dealing with it. That's what covenant does. Are we or are we not in one blood under Jesus Christ? Then we are in covenant with him. What's important to you is important to me. That's me loving on you and that's you loving on me as ourselves. The reason why we make all the decisions that we do all the time is because that stuff's important to us. A lot of times we need to consider other people and start thinking about them, and that would change the decisions that we make. We need to consider each other. And Galatians 6.2 says this, Bear one another's burdens, and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. We need to bear the burdens. So if I see you hurting, or I see anybody hurting, then my job, if I'm going to love them the way, what, what do you want if they're hurting, if they're in fear, if they're having trouble? What do you want? I want somebody to just love on me. I want somebody to believe in me. I want somebody to be there. I want somebody to see me. I want somebody to care. I see you. We see you. We see each other tonight. And tonight, we're going to agree on these things and take up prayer. And so let's just pray. Let's get after it. And I'm going to give it to Pastor Brian to start it and just flow. Amen. Yes. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. How many blood-bought believers do I have in the room tonight? I appreciate everything that Pastor Brian is saying, and we're going to pray. But how many of you believe that worship is the best way? Worship is the best way because worship connects us to God and I tell you, I just, I just feel real, real led. And I was going to call him this morning and I was going to tell him, listen, men of God, my brother, I have a lot in my spirit about this situation. I have a lot in my spirit about this situation, not because of the tragedy or the chaos, but I have a lot in my spirit because it should not take tragedy and chaos to bring believers together. It should not take this particular scenario to show that this is my brother. I'm your brother. No, we've got it mixed up. We've got it twisted. And what I really feel this morning at life, we didn't even talk about the issue. I can't hear nobody. We didn't even talk about it. And you know why we didn't talk about it? Not that we were not desensitized, not that we didn't have apathy, but we learned literally or we are learning that this one thing, Philippians 1 and 6 says, being confident that he that has started a good work in you, 
He's going to perform it unto the end. Listen, there are some things that are confidently going to have to happen for the body of Christ to get where it needs to be. Amen. To look like some of the stuff that pastor has been saying. And we're going to pray. But not only are we going to pray, beloved, we're going to walk into action tonight. Amen. We're going to walk into action tonight so that we don't literally have to allow travesty and trauma to bring this about. Hallelujah. 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 You may not do it like I do it, but come on, make me feel like I'm at home. Talk back to me. Amen. Talk back to me just a little bit. If you talk back to me just a little bit, I promise I'll pray quicker. Amen. Just talk back to me just a little bit. Hallelujah. I just sense God so much through this situation, and I want to, uh, I, I want to thank God, not only uh, for Pastor Brian, but for everyone that thought it not robbery to come out and connect as a body of Christ. You know, I think about it quickly, and I'm going to pray, but I don't even really know, Lady Nicole, how we got here, because the Acts Church, <laughs> if you read it in the Word, and Sometimes I kind of wonder, are we reading the jet? Are we reading the ebony, the Sports Illustrated? I don't know what you're reading, but uh, in, in the Acts, <laughs> there were different ethnicities. There were different people, and the word says that they heard everybody in their own language. How in the world did we get here? How did we allow the enemy to pervert the connection of difference? How did we do that? That's really what we want to be praying about. How did we allow the enemy to pervert our differences? How did we allow... But, you know, because we get so religious, I can't, we get so religious, we get so caught up in what I'm doing, what you're doing, then we get separated. I want to say this one last thing. The Bible says that there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. So when I see you, I don't really see the reality of a denomination. I can't hear nobody. I don't really see, I don't see the factor that you're black, you're white. Because, listen, when I get the glory, I'm not going to be there. Well, anyway, let me. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm praying every day that we go. Amen. Because this is a struggle. I can't hear nobody. This is a struggle. So when we get there, we're going to be glad that we made it. Oh, y'all talk back to me. We're going to be mad, glad that we just got there. We understand that everything that is happening with the Dallas and with the two young men that literally lost their lives. And I, I'm, I'm sensitive to that. And I think that that is such a travesty and a trauma that we've been reduced to such situations as this that we don't really care about life. It's not the factor that it's a black or a white thing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not educated like that. I don't really look and see color. That's just not my thing. But I'm concerned about human beings. Human beings, when you look at certain situations prior to the two gentlemen losing their lives, prior to the Dallas officers losing their lives. There's other issues that we need to be praying about here tonight. I can't hear nobody. There's other assemblies that we need to be doing right now. Why? But I understand that it took that to get us where we are. It took that to get us where we are. So for that, Father, we thank you. For that, Father, we thank you because you are a God. And I heard that song. I, I heard that song. You're a good, good father is who you are. <laughs> You're a good father that you utilize calamity and chaos to bring us together, even when we don't understand it. Why? Because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. All we have to do is literally trust in him like never before. 
We just have to trust in him. And we can't do uh, little things. We can't do little things and just forget about it. Because you know what I thought about? I thought about it. I said, well, Lord, after the tra travesty and the trauma, are we just going to go back like we did at the 9-11? Because I was in New York at that time. But are we going to go back to business as usual? Are we going to go back as the word, as Pastor Brian? Are we going to go back to our sealed houses, sealed houses, Pastor Paul? Are we going to go back to our business as usual? Sure, it was a travesty. Sure, it was a trauma. But the one thing that the enemy has done is he has desensitized us so much because Pastor Brian said it so eloquently. He's a good, good guy. He's a good guy. He said it so eloquently that we've become desensitized. We don't even, because it didn't happen to me, because it didn't happen. To, but Albemarle, Stanley County. God has his hand on y'all. God has his hand on y'all. Because some of the stuff that literally could happen in the city of Albemarle, in Stanley County, God has said it has not come nigh your dwelling. I wish I had a group of believers in here that really believe God. I really wish I had some prayer. That's the time that you want to pray and raise your hands and say, thank you, Jesus, because my kids are going to school safe. Ah, God, there's some stuff that's going on in the communities, but we're safe. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From then until now, God has kept us. And I think it would be robbery if we did not recognize that he's been so awesome in keeping us. He's been so awesome in keeping us even when we have been in our sealed houses. He has been so awesome in favoring us and allowing certain situations not to come nigh our dwelling. From then up until now, he's been faithful. That's why you want to pray and say prayers that shook the world. It's because he's been faithful. Not because of tragedy and trauma, but because he's been faithful. He's been faithful. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you now, God. Ah, God. Ah, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we pray for the nation. We pray, God, as you would bring America to her knees. It is not an issue of ethnicity. It's not an issue of color. But, God, it is a sin thing. It is a sin thing. It is a spirit thing that we wrestle against. And we, the believers tonight, one beat, one drum, one sound. We operate and we connect together, heart to heart, breast to breast. God, we pray and we laminate like, oh God, like Jeremiah. We pray, we weep between the porch and the altar, God. We weep between the porch and the altar, God, for the communities that have been touched by violence and racism. We weep between the porch and the altar for the undercurrent things that are even in the midst, God. We weep between the porch and the altar, God. We hold on to the horns of the altar, Decreeing and declaring your word, God, because we realize that it, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we unify as a voice, God. You said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We usurp the authority, the perversion that satanic forces have caused us to be divided in the name of Jesus. God, we bless you tonight. Not just one issue, but all issues are nailed to the cross. And we thank you for the blood tonight. 
we thank you for the blood tonight the blood shall prevail it will prevail no matter what the enemy has schemed plotted and planned you set upon this rock the petra the revealed word you would build your church and we thank you now that even as it goes out over the airways the power of the lord jesus christ compels unification tonight in the name of jesus as people are watching via the internet god we decree and declare the leaders that are watching tonight we unite in the name of jesus we unite not against the issue but against the issues that have plagued us father we thank you tonight we thank you tonight we thank you for our brothers and our sisters we don't see any of the separation we don't see any of the separation we thank you tonight and we bless you father that you're going to bring America to her knees. You're going to get the glory out of the situation in Dallas. You're going to get the glory out of the situation in Minnesota. You're going to get the glory out of the situation in Baton Louise, Louisiana. You're going to get the glory, God, because you said you will not share your glory with another father. We thank you tonight. We just bless you from out of a good place, God. That, Lord, this is one of the many beginnings for this revival. This is one of the many manifestations of the revival that is going to come to your church. For the bride is craving for the groom. The bride is in preparation, Father. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. We thank you tonight, God. We thank you tonight. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for an advance. We thank you that you're coming to heal our land. You thank you that we're repenting and turning from our wicked ways. We're thanking that you're going to come and heal the land, God. All we had to do is see the circumstance beyond the issue, and you're going to heal the land, Father. We thank you tonight. We thank you and we believe it to be done according to Hebrews 11 and 1 by faith. I just need somebody to say by faith. Come on, say it with me like you mean it. Say by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We just give you the glory. Lord, we're the kind of people that can give you the glory in the midst of any circumstance. We can never stop rejoicing. We can never stop thanking you and praising you because we know no matter what we see or what we face, Lord, you are still God. You are still God. Lord, we just thank you. You are still our Lord. You are still our Savior. And we receive you as that. We take hope in that. We take faith in that, Lord. We stand up. You are the Lord of Albemarle, North Carolina. You are the King of Stanley County. You are the Lord, the God, the Creator over all America, over all the world, over all the universe, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we receive you as that. We receive you as that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Father God, you are Lord in this place.
You are Lord in this place. Do you agree with me? Is He Lord in this place? He's Lord in this place. And His Word says that if I don't love my brother, then I don't love him. Is that right? Does His Word say that? Well, Father God, we repent. Because as your body, we're not loving our brothers. Who is my brother? Everybody. Who is my sister? Everybody. Father, I thank you in Ephesians 2 that it says Christ came to bring unity. Unity between Jew, unity between Gentile, unity between God and between sinner. I thank you for that unity, Lord. And Father, forgive us because as your body, we have not been looking to the cross as unity. We've been looking to the world to tell us what unity is. And the world doesn't know unity. They're not capable of knowing unity. Father God, forgive us. We repent. We repent of that. We turn from that. And we declare that the Word of God is unity. The true unity. The world has counterfeit. It has counterfeit unity. We don't want that. We want true unity. Wholeness, oneness, completeness. That was bought with the blood of Christ. We lift you up, Father God. We lift you up. We lift you up. And Lord, we say release the power of God in this situation. Father, move through your people. We are ministers of reconciliation. That is our ministry. Reconciliation. Never to divide. We are not empowered to divide. We're not empowered to bring judgment. We are empowered to bring the love of God. The unity that is an example of what Christ did on the cross. Lord God, give us that revelation in our lives. What that unity looks like. Give us revelation of what that unity looks like, Father God. Wholeness, oneness, completeness. Spirit of God, be released in this situation. Lord, I humble myself because I do not know what unity looks like. I do not have full understanding of what unity looks like. Lord, we need to see unity as not knowing where the beginning is and where the end is. But there is a merger, Father God. That we don't know where the dividing line is, Lord. We are the body of Christ. We're not supposed to be divided in any way. Anyway, there is no division in the body of Christ. It's not supposed to be that way. Father, we cry out. We say, Lord, as a body, we have been wrong. We have been wrong. We have been wrong. We have not walked in what you've called us to walk in. But Lord, we can. We can. We cry out to that grace and we cry out to that mercy and we say, Lord, help us. Heal our lands. We're crying out in unity, Lord. Help us. Help us, Father. Heal our land. Change. Change our mindsets. Lord, let our spirit and your spirit be as one. Father God. We want unity, unity and love and wholeness. And I want peace in my, peace in my city. The peace that passes all understanding. I want peace, Lord. Peace. 
Yeah, Father, your word says if we humble ourselves and we pray, we seek your face. So, Lord, right now, we just seek your face. Lord, it's up to you. We need you. Father, we need you. This is not a situation, Lord. This is not a situation that worldly logic and worldly wisdom is going to solve. That's been trying to go on for centuries, and it has not worked. What we need is we need you. Lord, we, we not only need you, but we're letting you know tonight we're here to tell you we want you. We desire you in the situation. We desire you in this country. We desire you in this city, in this county, in this state. Lord, we need you. We can't do it without you. We cannot do it without you. We need you and we desire you. We need your glory to be poured out. Not, not just in race, Lord, but just the whole situation, the whole, the whole circumstance that we find ourselves in, this age. It is the last of the last days, and it's dark, but it's time for your light to turn on in the midst of that darkness. Lord, we need you. We need you. We need you. And when the dark gets grossly dark, when the sin is rampant and everywhere, it says that people will come to the glory of your light, to the, your light that's rising up in the world. That's what this is tonight. You're rising. Lord, we humble ourselves to you and we seek you. We need you. Oh, Father, we need you. Thank you, Father. We need you. We want you. And Lord, your response to a need and a want is, let me give myself to you. And so, Lord, in Jesus' name, we have you. We have you right now. Lord, this is not something we're waiting on. You promised us you would be right here with us. Lord, I feel you. I know you're here. I know your presence. Lord, we need you. We want you. We have you. Lord, you're making a difference. You're bringing light to this city right now. You're bringing light to this county. You're bringing light right now. This is not something we're wondering about. We know we have you, Lord. We have you by faith. We have you. We have you in this place. We have you. And, Lord, if we, you do all that, there's only one other thing, and that is to say, Lord, we thank you. We just give you the glory. We give you the glory. Seeking your face is seeking whatever you would have us to do, whatever you would have us to say. And in Philippians chapter 4, you tell us some things. Yeah, Lord, we thank you. Yeah, we thank you. Philippians chapter 4. Lord, you tell us in Philippians 4, 4, you tell us, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say, rejoice. Lord, your word didn't say rejoice when it all looked good. Your, your word didn't say rejoice when there is no darkness, when there is no sin. Your, Lord, your word said rejoice. So, Lord, we will rejoice. We will make a choice to have joy. We will make a choice to praise you, to worship you, to glorify you no matter what we see. No matter what we see. 
We're not moved by those feelings. Lord, it says, let your gentle spirit be known to all men. This is the plan, Lord, for us to bring this into our area. Let our gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. I don't have to act aggressive. I don't have to act like I've got something to prove. I can bring a gentleness out of the heart of God, and I can let that gentle spirit be made known. Oh, Lord. You know, I have seen the hardest stuff melt away with a smile and with the love of God. Lord, let us, let us lift up a gentle spirit, your gentle spirit, and let it be made known. You're near. You're here, Lord. Be anxious for nothing. Be worrying about nothing. Nothing. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care. Lord, we are not going to get anxious. We are not going to get into anxiety. We're not going to get into worry. We're going to have nothing that causes us to fear. Nothing that causes us to be in anxiety. Nothing, Lord. Bring a anxiety-free place in this place. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god lord that person sitting next to me they are not responsible for answering my prayers i gotta stop we're gonna stop looking to the world to answer our prayers and we're gonna look for god to move through people to answer the prayers lord if you do something wrong or right, look, you know, the people around me, they do something wrong or right, I'm not bothered by that. Lord, I don't let my request be made known to that person. I let them be made known to you. Lord, we seek you. And when we do it, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, there's a peace that will go beyond this, this situation. There's a peace that will go beyond this present day that will surpass what is able to be understood. There's a peace that people will look at and say, I don't even know how that happened. I don't see how that could have ever taken place. The people of God need to put on a faith that says, I'm going to see that peace. I'm, we're going to have that peace. This peace that we reach out and grab by faith. It will guard our hearts. It will guard our minds. Lord, let us be the kind of people that can walk into the middle of a crazy world, carry the peace of God with us that will take us right through where nothing will touch us, where nothing will harm us, where nothing will hit us in the wrong way, cause us to fear, cause us to lash out because we're carrying the peace of God. It will guard us, guard our hearts and our minds, Lord. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, these are all things about you, Lord, not right according to the way I think, right according to the way you think. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is a good repute or good report, if there's any excellence and anything worthy of praise, Lord, we will dwell on these things. We will dwell there. If it, you wrap it all up, Lord, if it's not worthy of praise, I don't need to spend my time thinking on it. Lord, even going into tonight, this is a big meeting tonight. You know, the world may not know it, but we know it. <laughs> the devil knows it. God knows it. This is a big meeting. This doesn't just happen. The heart here, 
But as we're going into this, this can be a big meeting and anxiety can kind of try and rise up about, Lord, I want this thing to go right. But here's the thing, that's not worthy of praise. What's worthy of praise is, Lord, what you're about to do tonight. So in any place in our lives where we find that it's something we're thinking on, if it's not worthy of praise, Lord, we refuse to think on it. We will not dwell on that. If I can't, if the thing I'm thinking on, I can't turn around and praise you for it, I will not think on it any longer. We will not think on it any longer. I'll think about my brother who loves me. That's what I'll think on. That's worthy of praise. He'll think about me that loves him. That's what he'll think, will think about. Thank you, Father. These things that we've learned and received and heard and seen, these godly things it's talking about, we will practice these things. And the God of peace will be with me. Say that. The God of peace will be with me. Will be with me. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Paul, do you have some prayer? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Let's collectively, and this is hard to do in America, but can we just lay our rights down? Because that's what keeps going through my mind the whole time. And that's the only reason why we get uptight is because I feel like I have to protect myself from you. But... What Christ accomplished at the cross was righteousness. And if I'm made righteous, I don't have to defend my rights. Okay? So I'm going to pray that way. All right? And you, you pray with me. Father, I just want to thank you for what Jesus accomplished at the cross. It's fresh on my mind because we talked about this morning. Habakkuk said this, in wrath, remember mercy. And at the cross, that's what we see, a holy God who absolutely had to punish sin but remembered mercy and poured his wrath out on Jesus so that he could pour his mercy out on us. And God, if we've received your mercy, how can we continue to defend our own rights? We trust you. We just say that to you right now, that we trust you to defend our rights. I can lay my life down because you can protect it. And we are safe in your hands. No matter what color, race, ethnicity, background, whatever our history is, none of that matters when we're covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. And so, God, we thank you now for that simple truth that we are safe in your hands. And I don't want to be in your hand by myself. I want to be in, my, in your hand with brothers and sisters that had the same testimony, the same story that I do, that we were far from you and your blood brought us near to you. And so I thank you, God, that tonight in this room, this looks a little bit more like heaven than what most of us are used to because it is different. And we thank you, God, for that. In your name, Jesus, amen. Father, let's just give him the glory for a minute. If you pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Lord, we just give you the glory for what you're doing here. Man, such a right-on prayer. Such a right-on prayer. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Take a massa, Tanama. 
Father, your word says in that verse, it says that when we do these things, you will hear. You will hear. Lord, you're hearing this. I, man, I just really felt like the Holy Spirit said, I'm hearing you. <laughs> I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And the Lord who cares about you and loves you, when he hears you, it's just like me loving my neighbor as, as myself. If I love him as myself, that means the things that are important to him are important to me. That means God looks down and he says, what's important to my people? Hey, I hear them. I hear what's important to them tonight. And what's he going to do about it? He's going to bring about his will. God's saying, I hear you. I hear you. This, oh, man, that's some big stuff right there. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Lord, we determine in our heart and we purpose ourselves and we become intentional to make these things important, Lord, to us. We make these things important to us. We don't, we don't slip by the way of apathy, but we make these things important because this is God. This is Christ. This is Him. Lord, we receive that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. Father, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Well, you, let's just, I, I, come on up here with me. Hold that because we might go over where you were just at with that singing. Let's do this, you and me. We're representing everybody here. Two or more agree. Lord, we just come right now, and we agree to go after God, to be in unity. We agree that our enemy is not the person standing next to me. Our enemy is the devil. That's our enemy. Lord, in our authority, we come against those principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. And thank you, Lord. We, we have authority. We are the hands and feet of Christ who's seated in heavenly places, Lord. Right now, we just agree. We bind up fear in this city and in this nation. Yeah, thank you, Father. We just bind up fear. You've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We agree. We bind up fear. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you right thank now. You, Lord, we bind up the spirit of pride. Yes, Lord, you Lord. said that you resist us the proud and yeah. give grace to the humble. This evening, Father, we thank you that all manner form of pride is nailed to the yes, cross in Lord. Jesus' name. We cast it down this evening yes, in the name of Jesus. Pride in the name of Jesus that exalts itself. Of um, um, Our rights, Lord, yes. we just thank yeah. you right now, God, that we are delivered from the spirit yes, of pride Lord. in yeah. Jesus' name. Name. Lord, we bind up apathy and an apathetic spirit that has no lack of interest in anybody but themselves, has no enthusiasm towards anybody but themselves, has no concern but anything but their stuff. Lord, we just bind that spirit of apathy in Jesus' name. Let it be bound in heaven and on earth in this place. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you. And Father, we thank you tonight that we release the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you tonight that we release the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. For you told us whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And tonight, in the name of Jesus, we loose the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Heart to heart and breast to breast. For you said with love and kindness have you drawn us. So Father, we thank you that we operate in the releasing of love tonight in the name of jesus yeah lord you are our source the person next to me is not my source my daddy and on this earth he is not my source my mom is not my source my grandfather is not my source my family is not my source the neighborhood i grew up in is not my source god there is one source and you're it you are my source of all things. You got a million ways to get things that I need to be supplied with, but you are my source. Lord, we put faith in that. We release faith that you are our source. Father, you are our protector. You are the one who watches over me. You are the one who saves us, Lord. You are the one who protects us. Lord, we put faith. We release faith in that. You're our provider. You're our source. Lord, you are our inheritance. Lord, our inheritance is from you. Lord, we have a heavenly inheritance that beats this one all to pieces, and the manifestation of that heavenly inheritance will take place right here on this earth in our lifetime. Lord, you are our inheritance. That's where I receive my heritage from. That's where I receive my life, my character, my nature. Our nature and character is from you. Father, let faith be released for our inheritance in you. And Father, we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus that we release hope, yes. the joyfulness of who you are. For yes. you said the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. And tonight we draw from the wells of salvation the strength that is hope, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you we release hope in the name of Jesus, the confidence, Lord, that even in the midst of everything that is going on, Father, you will demonstrate us through us and we will operate and yes, react and respond in confidence of who you are because we have hope we thank you this evening for hope expectation lord we just thank you that you can and you will and things will be turned to you yes. you will we will turn yes. to yes. you and because we have hope in you in this name in jesus name in this evening yeah lord right now we release we mourn with those who mourn yes, and we sir. release comfort yes, you said sir. those that mourn because you came those that mourn will be comforted and lord we represent you so lord let us release right now in jesus name comfort to those who mourn comfort to those who mourn let it be lord let comfort come out of our heart and through us comfort straight from the throne room of heaven through us as your ambassador to all of those who mourn lord thank you father and we thank you tonight that we are just ambassadors. Yeah. We are kingdom representatives, kingdom citizens, Lord, that we represent you yes. in the earth. This, as even Dr. Bill Winston has said, that we only say what our government, our kingdom government says, yeah. because you gave us the, the power of life and death in the tongue. Lord, you gave us the ability to speak and to royal make decrees in the earth yeah. because you said that you're if as we spoke your word as ambassadors it would come to pass so tonight we speak 
peace yes. over yes. the nation. Tonight, yes. as an ambassador, as an representation yes. of the kingdom, we speak peace yes. where there is confusion in the name of Jesus. Yes. We thank you tonight that we glory yes. as an ambassador. Yes. We rule with the word of yes. God tonight on our hearts, on our lips, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, glory, glory, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. As we wrap up here, we're going to release one more thing. And then I'm going to speak the word that he told me specifically to speak over you. But let's just stand up and hold somebody's hand next to you. Make them connect it. Connect it. Lord, we just, tonight we release the unity of God yes, in God. Jesus' name. We release unity of God be in Jesus' name. In the name of Christ from heaven, the unity of God be. Let me just read this in John 17. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. He said, I ask on all these who believe in me through their word, John 17, 21, I ask this, that they all, this is Jesus preaching, that they all may be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you. Lord, the same unity that existed between the Father and the Son, may this unity be, I just repeat the prayer that Jesus prayed. Is he going to see this take place? The question is, are you going to have faith to let it be released in you? Lord, are the unity between the Father and the Son, let it be in us. Let it be in us now in Jesus' name. Unity, rise up and be in Jesus' name. That they may also be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory which I have, you have given me, Jesus talking to the Father, I have given to them why? So that they may be one just as we are one. Lord, right now we release the glory of heaven and the glory of the Father and of the Son. Let it be in them to bring them to the place, to empower them to the place to walk in unity. Not just talk about it, not just know about it, but walk in the unity of Christ through his glory. Glory of God be released now. I and them and you and me, that they may be perfected in unity. Lord, bring about your perfection in unity. This is the bride you've been talking about the whole time. This is the bride without spot or wrinkle. Lord, this is the bride that doesn't have division, that's not bipolar, Lord. This is the bride that's in unity. That's the one. This is the one that you're waiting on to come back. Come quickly, Lord, as we move in unity now. Come quickly so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you have loved me. Lord, the world needs to see this kind of love. The, the world needs to see this kind of love and it comes about in your unity. Lord, we release it. We all agree tonight and we release unity and the glory of God to empower people to get there right now. In Jesus' name. Yeah, we praise you. Praise you. This last thing, this is something when the Lord woke me up, or, or as I was waking up the other morning, man, he had this on my heart. And he said this. 
we're going to find out who's Pentecostal in here after this. But, um, <laughs> we're going to see, <laughs> we're gonna that, see who's excited. But he woke me up and he said this and he told me to have this meeting here. And uh, I knew that it was important. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how important it was till later on that day as well. It was just important. And it was before. that. I love what you said. You said, look, we need to do it not just when tragedy. This is the kind of stuff we need to be about. And I will say, this is one thing you might not know. But you've had pastors that have been praying against this in this city and county for months now. Come on. And it's like, it ain't happening here. It might happen somewhere else, but you've had pastors. Is that not right? Uh, yeah, is that sir. not right? We've yes. been praying. This is not going to happen here. That's been happening for months. Before all this came, the Holy Spirit's moving. That's why we're seeing some of this uh, like tonight. But when he woke me up and he told me this, he said, I want you to speak over them. I want you to give them something. And if you'll receive this, this is for you. You can let go. I know sometimes that's uncomfortable. So John 17, 15 says this. Jesus, right before he prayed over this unity, he said this. He said, talking about disciples and anybody that would believe on him, I don't ask you, Lord, I don't ask you, Father, to take them out of the world but to keep them from the evil one. Mm -hmm. Now this is Jesus talking. And I want you to tell you, you are kept. Right. You know, you know, in, 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 in some, some circles you can be made, right? Well, you are kept in this circle. You're kept. In other words, he's saying, uh-uh, devil doesn't have a right to touch you. And if you will accept that, we're That's praying good. protection tonight. Psalms 91.7. Listen, these are promises to you. Mm. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. It shall not. This promises. Verse 10. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. It won't come near your dwelling. It's not coming near your house. Ephesians 6.16 says, In addition to all, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all of the flaming arrows, the fiery darts of the evil one. Not just one, not just some, all of them. If you will receive this tonight, this is what he told me to tell you. No evil shall befall you. If you're hearing this and you'll receive it, no evil's befallen you. The world may turn completely dark. God is your protector. No evil will befall you. You are kept in Jesus' name. Receive that. You are kept in Jesus' name. He is quenching every fiery dart. No weapon formed against you will prosper. None, none. He'll quench them all. For those that will take that up and say, Lord, I believe your promise. I take hope in your promise. Amen. Amen. Listen, real quick, yeah. I just want to piggyback off of that. He said he wanted to test and see who was going to be Pentecostal. How many received the promises yeah, of God? Yeah, amen. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, the Bible says that all of God's promises are yea and, and amen. amen. Yeah. Listen, you, yeah. if you don't know anything else, you ought to just yeah. be able to say amen. Because yeah. when amen. you say amen, you're really saying to the kingdom that so it is be. so. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. amen. Come on, clap your hands like you yeah. believe God and bless him in this place. <laughs> Praise his 
is comely. You always got to do some stuff and end it with praise because that's what the enemy will always try to take from you. Come on, you ain't got to do it like I do it, but you just got to praise him. Open up your mouth and begin to bless God. Come on, talk to him for yourself. Come on up in here and bless his holy name. Yeah, glory. You had a song in you. Lord, I want to hear. Glory to God. Because the promises of God are doing it, man. Yes, they are. The promises of God are doing it. It doesn't yeah. matter what it looked like. I just wish I had about a few folk that's just understood that yeah. everything that he just spoke over your life, yeah. you getting ready to walk into some fresh stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Yeah, glory. Glory. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, yeah. that's it. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Listen, I don't understand. You're going to hear a lot of that in the kingdom, so I think you better kind of join in with that. Now, you might not have that's to right. say it like she said, but you're going to hear a lot of that in the kingdom. That's right. All right. There's a lot of people going to be shocked <laughs> when they get to heaven. They're like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> you got that right, man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just yeah. worship him right there. Come on, hands lifted as the angels of the Lord as he's passing through the place. Come on. Hands lifted, hands lifted, hands lifted. It just seals. It just seals. <clears throat> There's a little song as Pastor heard me, I just, and I just started because I heard it. Because and the reason why is because this moment is about preparation. Because we're not all there yet. We can literally talk and say, but we're not all there yet because the Lord is still dealing with us on so many different levels. And I heard it just, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Uh huh. Pure and holy, tried and true, and with thanksgiving. That sounds nice, y'all. That sounds nice, y'all. Be a living sanctuary. Lord, for you, Lord, prepare me, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. Hallelujah, Jesus. There it goes. I'll be a living. Hallelujah, Jesus. Sanctuary. Lord, for you, Jesus. Receive that fresh wind. Receive that fresh wind as you become that sanctuary, that empty vessel of preparation for this move of God that's coming. That fresh move of God that's coming our way that's going to unite us and make us one. 
and with thanksgiving. Ah, oh, God, I'll be a Father, we just praise you. Lord, we do have you have some things to give you glory for tonight. Father, your heart was released in this place tonight. How many people receive freedom tonight in their heart and in their mind? Yeah, amen. Thank you. Our job is to take this with us, to not take fear. You know, you may see reports, you may hear things, you may be walking right through the middle of people falling on the left and the right, but it shall not come near you. It shall not come near you. It will not befall you. Lord, we carry that with us. We carry hope. We carry your, your hope and your promise. We carry the glory of God with us. We are carriers of your promise. We are carriers of your glory, Lord. We are carriers of your anointing that breaks the yoke of racism and every other problem in this world. We are carriers of that anointing that breaks it. Lord, let us be a free people walking in your spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Lord, we receive that freedom. He's, Holy Spirit, you're our comforter. You're our life. You're the, you're the life giver to us. You bring us the power. Lord, comfort all of your people that's watching and listening. Comfort your people. Lord, thank you for tonight. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for tonight. What a beauty. In the midst of all the dark, what a light that you shined in here tonight. Father, we just praise you. We worship you, and we go out giving you praises and giving you the glory. And we thank you for what you've called us to be and allowed us to be a part of. And we thank you. I just thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for anybody that might be watching. And I just thank you, brother. Man, I love you. Love you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You and my family. Father, we praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, so be all of these things. Amen. Amen. Have a good night. Have a good night.